0: a
1: It's time to get Bit by 8-Bit Stop it! You're acting like a child! Bit by bit
2: Look!
0: There
3: comes one of them now! Hey everybody! It's Jay from BXAB And I fucked that all up But we're here still Welcome to the BXAB Podcast, I'm your host Jay
2: This is
3: I listen to our shows a lot, and every week I get excited to see what your reaction's going to be, and I have to give you credit, it's different every time. (laughs) I'm glad. I forget what I do, so I have no idea if I'm changing it up. It's episode 99, and I can guarantee you it's 99 different different chops. I'm I'm impressed. You want me to do 99 different chops right now? Not right now. Damn. Yeah, we're going to have to save that for like episode 199. I think it'll be perfect for that. Okay. So guys, welcome to episode 99.
2: Yeah, sponsored by the Detroit Beard Collective. Detroit Beard Collective. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and this is what I want you to do, something specific. Okay? On their homepage, it says Beard Crate. Click on that. There you will find an amazing package suited for you. The Beard Crate by Detroit Beer Collective is a comprehensive beard care bundle which allows you to choose your favorite DBC products all for one great pr- uh, price. So you get to choose up to three bottles of beard elixirs, up to three tins, and then you can add combs, mustache wax, shampoo, conditioner, things like that. Do it. 28 bucks, and use the offer code BXAB at checkout on orders $25 or more, which this qualifies for, and you can save 20% off. Bitches, I like it. That's a deal. I like it. Bef- DetroitBeerCollective.com. Before I get into
3: the next segment, though, do we have something for episode ninety nine?
2: Um, yes, we do.
1: Mm. Ninety nine is your year. It, it is. It is your year. Do you know why it's your year? A
2: uh, Wayne
3: Gretzky three D
1: hockey ninety nine. Be- because nope. Jay was born in eighteen ninety nine. Because he's old as hell. This it's is true. true. This is
3: this is very true. I am a time traveler.
1: Something was released that defined
2: your gaming life mm. in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, it was Fantasy Star Online. Um, well, it was the Dreamcast. Was it the Neo yeah. Geo? <laughs> oh. It the was the Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Launched in North America with 19 titles. Can you name nineteen t- the 19 titles? Sonic Adventures.
3: Uh, I don't have a NFL, list in front of me, NFL so I can't, Blitz. I can't confirm this. I mean, I probably could do this if you really wanted me to. It'd be real boring, though. But yes, I probably could do it.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, Pokemon Gold and Silver was released in Japan in ninety nine.
1: How your boy Pokemon?
2: How about your boy Pokemon? Also, one of my favorite games. How about your boy Digimon? Which I found out that none Get of on. you, <laughs> none of you, have played. Tiny Tank. Fuck Tiny Tanks. Tiny Tank. Let me know
1: if anyone's played Tiny Tank in the nope, forums. No one has. On the on the BXAB.com page, No let one me even knows know. what the
3: forums are. Chops me us watch
1: footage from it while we were prepping the show, and it looked boring as hell. It it's looked dumb as awesome.
3: shit. It's awesome. It's like taking Bubsy and mixing it with, like I don't know, Predator, columns. Predator from the NES with a little bit of oh, Columns up the butt.
2: Columns? How does it look like Columns? Because Columns looked, was terrible. Because it looked terrible, that's why. Oh, God. at least right. a 99. What do you expect? I okay,
3: expect fine. a Escape
2: was released in 1999. There we go. That's better than that. Street Fighter III Third Strike. Not better. Lunar Silver Star Story Complete. That's good. Yep. Man, some good stuff, man. Actually, it was a really good year. All right. That's what happened in 99.
3: Guys, now that we got that out of the way, make sure to also check out cinchgaming.com. They make pro controllers for the Xbox One and PS4, along with the uh, PS3, I believe you can still get, and the Xbox 360. Check them out. They specialize in putting pro buttons on the back of these controllers, so you can keep both your thumbs on the joysticks. Well you jump, slide, crouch, drop shot, scope shot, whatever it is that you like to do T-bag. to give you that edge in gaming, you need to check out cinchgaming.com, use the code BX8B, and you're gonna get five percent off your order. Guys, we got a big announcement though. It's an in house announcement. Yes. And that is you need to go to bx 8 You need to check out you the forum. To. You need to. That's we right. have a forum. We launched our forum. It's taken a while, but man, have we done it right! It looks beautiful. It functions really nice on the mobile, on the on the PC,
1: even on the Mac. That's right. It's beautiful. So, so don't, don't waste your time trolling IGN. Come and leave all your crappy comments and hate on us at BXAB.com. No, don't listen to him. No, yeah, that's that's, that's actually 100% correct. No, I want a discussion
3: on these forums. Troll. Come and troll. So anyways, guys, check it out. Forum at BXAB.com for the podcasts and everything. So if we're asking questions, if we want you to interact, it's all going to be through the forum now. So you can go there right now when you're listening to this, and you'll be able to actually answer some of the questions that we're going to be debating in the news segment of this show. Do it. So it's pretty cool. We're really going to try to be interactive with it we want you to be interactive tell everyone you know to come hang out talk about games talk about nerdy stuff talk about whatever the fuck you want really we got channels for all sorts of cool stuff check it out all right lastly
2: we got this thing called a shop last lastly we got a shop we want you to go to bxab.com you know you checked out forums you saw the cool shit there you're like man i really want to support these guys go over to the shop buy a t-shirt Buy a Mega Retro League t-shirt. Twelve bucks. Buy a Fighter Retro League t-shirt. Is that twelve is? bucks. Yeah, twelve bucks. Come on. You know you want to wear them. We wear them, so you should, too. Support bxcv.com by buying a shirt.
3: All right, guys. Well, uh, we're going to get into some games we've been playing lately, so let's go ahead and move into it. These are games that we've been playing lately, and we're going to start with Chops.
2: Well, I've been playing a lot of Destiny because the Iron Banner's back. And I've been playing... (laughs) Jesus Christ, Ethan. (laughs) I
1: took my belt off because I'm too
2: fat to wear belts. Fact. Ethan's playing the belt game right now. Morbidly obese. Chops, what have you been playing? Go. Destiny. Iron Banner. Lots of Iron Banner. Mostly just Iron But Iron are you rank five? No, I'll be rank five later. I just want to point this Actually, out. Just before uh, it point it out. I want to point it out. Point it out. Ethan is rank
3: five and you are not. Boom, how you doing?
1: Yeah, what light level are you, though?
3: Oh, and here we go. The big boy pants are coming off. What's I mean, it? I mean, going on. I mean, wear my big oh, boy dear pants. God, what's After going
1: just three months, opposed to a year and a half of playing, <laughs> I am a 295. Oh, that's really good. After three months. Yeah, good job.
3: Who has a jade rabbit in this room? Fuck you all. <laughs> Anyways. We need to bring that up, Jay.
2: <laughs> I had to go
3: there. You're to to my there. feeling
1: with that low blow. Ooh, I go. love you still.
2: All right, Destiny. That's pretty much all I've been playing. I can't blame you for that. What about you, Ethan?
1: Iron Banner. Going ham on Iron Banner all week because... I am consistently the worst member of the fire team, uh, both in in play and in score and in dying. I'm I'm usually the one that uh, is limping through everything. So I was like, I need to go hard on Iron Banner to get better gear to hopefully help myself be a little bit more competitive. So I put a ridiculous amount of hours in the last week into Iron Banner. I hit rank five. And here's the thing. I'm normally playing with you guys. Jay, what's your light level? Let's say I'm playing with you and you have your warlock. What's your light level? Uh, 316, probably. Chops, what's your hunter's light level? 317. So, you know, quite high up there. I started Iron Banner at 287, I believe, which meant if I'm in a fire team with Jay and Chops, I'm getting matched up with people that are close to 320, and I'm getting melted. Every time I go up to try and kill someone and go go for anything, I'm getting blown away from halfway across the map. If I'm getting in the close play, I'm getting blown away. And I was averaging, like, four kills with, like, a .3 KD, not doing well at all. And then over the weekend, I decide, well, I'm going to hop on, play a little bit on my own. And what happened is I got matched up with people that were close to my light level, and I, I was a savage. I was straight up taking lives left and right, leading the game with the all-around score, just totally dominating other people at my light level, and I do have to thank you guys, because if you didn't uh, limp me through getting my ass beat all the time, I wouldn't be able to beat on other noobs like me. <laughs> <laughs> so that felt really good. we it- all about approving the lives
2: of our friends around us of by BX- making them better. our players. Yes. If you come join the BXAB
3: clan, we are good at making you feel horrible, but then letting you go back down to your actual level
1: and being the best that you can be. It felt great. I had never felt good about playing Destiny. I was just always terrible. And it turns out uh, I'm just not as good as people that are actually good, but I'm better than people that are terrible. I'm you're, somewhere in the middle. You're just not as good as the people that have 30 to 40 light
3: advantage in a mode that the light advantage is turned on.
2: Um, or, or you're just not as good as the people who played uh, 20 days worth of the game compared to two. I yeah. played
1: just two days' worth of the game. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm not going to talk about
3: how
1: many days I played.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: all right. Well, uh, I've obviously been playing Iron Banner with all of you, and uh, I hit rank five. But for the first time, I did something, and that is I got rank five with my Warlock, and then I decided, you know, and, my, and I, got, I got screwed, man. Did you get man. greedy? I got, no, I got mad, because for my Warlock, I got... Nothing for rank five because when oh, you get ra- here's sucks. if you don't know what's going on when you hit rank five you usually go back to the tower and they give you like one good item a 310 ghost and some other bullshit well they gave me something that was like 12 light worse than what I already had so I was super pissed and kind of bummed out and I'm like man I'm gonna run it with my titan too I got my Titan from a zero rank to five in four hours. Oh, jeez. Not exactly sure how I did it, but I know I had a lot of Iron Banner equipment on me, so that helped. And I know that the uh, matches were worth more because it was later on in the Iron Banner. Right. But, man, four hours and I was rank five, and then they hooked me up with a sweet 318 class armor, Ooh. and I was super pumped. So um, I'm really enjoying my Titan, by the way. I do have another small announcement that neither one of you know about.
2: How OP Titans are? <laughs> they, Titan life they are
3: but but I'm gonna play that game you know just like if I got a Doctrine, guess what I'd use it as so much as I hate Ugh. that gun but I'm just throwing this out here I started a third character he's a level she is a level seven
2: Titan hunter oh. no you didn't. Yes, did yes I did you said you would never start a,
3: t- a I, hunter I didn't until I realized that I'm legitimately like three trophies away from my platinum and destiny and two of them are <laughs> to level 40, or level whatever, cap, and then uh, a subclass, getting the subclass fully maxed out. So I'm like, well, that would just leave me to have to run a raid where no one dies, which is going to be a pain in the ass, but I think if I could try it, if I can find a group that wants to, that they're also Go trying to run and that. Go runs
2: fall of glass, that's all I can exactly, say. Exactly,
3: yeah. And then I could have my Platinum for Destiny, which would be awesome, because I've put so much time into this game. So, I started it for that reason, but also... It's a character mechanic that I've never really spent a lot of time on, so I want to give it a try, see how much I hate it. Because hunters suck, but eh, we'll give it a try. I also have a lot of hunter gear that I want to actually equip. But uh, yeah, so playing Destiny, and that's about it before we get into the early access section guys. So we got some early access on three games. I'm going to get to the, I'm going to go through the first one real quick. It is Dirt Rally. We played Dirt Rally by Codemasters on the PS4. If you're into rally car racing, if if you like the Red Bull scene, things like that, this game is uh, a lot of fun. It's it's a pretty good game. Nothing great, nothing like groundbreaking, but it's a pretty game. And I got to drive as a Fiesta ST, which is what I drive in during you know real life. So that was fun in IRL. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, check that out if you like. It's a $60 game by Codemasters, and it drops today. All right. Uh, next up, I got early access, beta access to the Doom multiplayer, and the Doom multiplayer is really bad. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what, to, I don't know how to explain it. It was boring. Uh, I, I guess I wouldn't call it bad. The mechanics felt like Doom. The uh, the gra- deaths the, looked like Doom. Yeah, the deaths looked like Doom. The graphics were really cool, um, but the, they only gave us two modes. And one was just team deathmatch, and the other one was like a control, like a zone control. And they just—it just it just wasn't that fun. And I think the thing that really broke me away from enjoying that game so much is that your shields and health never regenerated. So if you took damage, and trust me, you took a lot of damage all the time, then you'd have to run away and find armor and health laying on the ground. Which is true to Doom. You know, like, you have to do that in the Doom game, but in mul- I don't know if that works in multiplayer. It's
2: hard to say because you're looking for a fast-paced yet fun game, and if you just get melted all the time... And if you're having to, like, engage and then disengage and then fight back. And, like, like there's a lot of breaking of the action that seems like to be happening.
3: Yeah, and the problem is is that they do try to push this game as a faster speed. Like, you are... Well, it looks like it, Unreal it, Tournament. It feels like... Yeah, exactly. It, but at the same time, you're having to just go hide. And, and even when you hide, all you're doing is trying to plan which direction you're going to run on the map to hopefully hope, hope that there's health. Because if someone picks it up, you share... The stuff that's on the ground for you is shared with everybody else. So if you're running towards the health and someone runs by, grabs it, it's gone. Yeah. You know, it's not like some of these other games we play. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just could not really get into it. I will say the one function of the demon where uh, the runes would spawn and you could, if you got to the rune and picked it up, you became a demon. And then you could go around and just, like, kill everybody with one shot. Um, Was fun for the first couple times, but then it was kind of like, just this like extra mechanic in a multiplayer match that just was like I don't know I don't get it. Instead of each character having supers like in Destiny or like a ton of perks like in Call of Duty, you just had this like hopefully you got the rune and if you did you got to be a demon that had a jetpack and giant cannons. So overall, I was expecting to really be excited for this, and I kind of it was I was well, kind of disappointed.
2: I was expecting single player. I didn't even know it was going to be multiplayer that you were going to be able to play. So it was disappointing not to be able to see some of the story, because I think that's what we're all waiting for, because it's a Bethesda-produced game. You know, we're looking at the story, I think, more than the multiplayer. Yeah,
3: I mean, the single player I'm still excited for, for sure. But I I was actually excited for the multiplayer, because when I saw some of the previews for it, I was like, oh, wow, that looks intense. That looks fun. It looks fast. But then again, it just—it was that one mechanic I think that really broke me away from enjoying that game, and that was like, oh, I got hit twice. I should run away and go find armor, and hopefully I don't run into anything. The but. guns also
2: seemed really inconsistent. And that
3: was the other thing—the guns that they gave us—and I'm sure that wasn't the whole arsenal. But the yeah. guns they gave us, which was about seven of them—no, no, no, more like five. Sorry, five of them. They just weren't that—they weren't that different. They weren't very fun. They, yeah, they seemed very generic. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was kind of let down. I did like that each most from the most part, each gun had like two modes. you know you had like your regular fire and then you'd have like a grenade launcher on, the, on with the other trigger. But that messed me up because like a gun like the assault rifle had no zoom. You could not bring the gun to your face. So every time I would go to like zoom, I would shoot my grenade launcher off. Oh jeez. And then like to switch guns was R1. This is default. Yeah, this is default. Now you could change it absolutely, but I was just I was really uh, it was odd what they chose for the default button layout. But again, you know, to each their own. The beta was a little bit of a bummer. Uh, it played great the match the servers seemed to run really well
2: the melee looked really the cool
3: the melee was really cool you melee someone you just grab their head and just thrust your knee right through their skull like you know there it was some brutal melees for sure but um, overall the game like there just wasn't enough ex- enjoyment in the game there wasn't enough in my opinion the maps are too big and you just don't see people enough like i was there's times where i'm just running around the map and i can't find anyone because there also is no map there's no radar so you know, that's kind of a... I guess as you memorize these maps, then it wouldn't matter, but still, a little weird. All right, so, Doom Beta. Doom doesn't come out till May, so I'm not going to sit there and say, hey, guys, let's be worried about this game. I think it's still going to be great. I think the single player is going to be worth owning this game just for the single player, and maybe multiplayer, you know, because of this closed beta, they'll make some adjustments and we'll be happy. But, we did have... Early access to a really exciting game that drops today,
2: and two that is day. two day. day. We
3: got to play Quantum Break over the weekend, and uh, you know Quantum Break for the Xbox One, a game that's had a lot of hype, a lot of excitement, uh, a lot of disappointment with the delays, but still a lot of hope. And I can say this: it's a very cool game. Is it the game that's going to make you buy an Xbox One? Is it the game that's going to change things for Xbox One? No. Um, I feel like this game had grand ideas, and some of the concepts are really cool, but none of them really capitalized or worked great in this game. So let's get started with mechanics of this game are a little rough. The The controls schemes are a little loose. The cover system in this game is broken
2: is horrible. Oh really? I didn't even know there was a cover system.
3: Yeah, believe it or not, this game you run around with assault rifles and SMGs and all sorts of stuff, but the problem with the cover system in this game is that there is no button to fall into cover. All you do is you hold the joystick and you're kind of running and then when you get in your cover, you let off the joystick and it'll it'll auto put you into cover. Oh,
2: that's a terrible idea.
3: Yeah, so for a while, when I first started I would hit X or something to try to go into cover and it would just hurdle me over the cover. So you have a button to hurdle the stuff, but you don't have a button to go into cover. Mainly because you have so much other abilities that I don't think they had a button <laughs> to do it. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> but anyway, so the uh, cover system's a little weird. Um, when I first got into the game, I, I'm sitting there looking at, at uh, Sean Ashmore, Um and I'm just I'm just which is your lead actor who plays Jack in this game. He's also your uh if you've watched any of the X-Men movies, he is Iceman. Iceman. He's been in the following. Um You know who else played Iceman? Vel Kilmer. <laughs> That's great.
2: Boo <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've gone so, over
3: my feelings about Top Gun. Yeah.
2: So we um
3: in the beginning of the game, I'm just kinda looking at these digital scans and I'm pretty impressed. It looks pretty good. But as I'm like panning across his face uh there's these street lights in the back and when they go by if i'm moving the lights go through his head if i stop then and the lights behind him then it then it actually is hidden behind him but if i keep moving back and forth the camera it's just like these lights that go through his head that's weird and i'm kind of like oh boy are we is this what this whole game's gonna be like a hot mess and it wasn't
2: though, hot garbage. that was the
3: only time I saw something like that that bugged me. Other than that, it was really, really uh, clean. So I you know, I played through Act one and I found out why I have time travel abilities, you know um, and spoiler I, alert. No spoilers here yet. but I think you figured that out from the trailer, I hope. But anyways, yeah, I'm not going to go crazy into the story. I'm going to say that the story is a little broken. There's some issues for sure with the story, but it's it's a fun sci-fi story that I'm into and I'm interested. What the hell's going on? And the here's where the weird part comes in. Though I beat Act One, I get the trophy. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm really into this. And there is this time, There's these moments where it's just like a butterfly effect. It's just like uh, until uh, until dawn or any of these other games where your choices, you know, have result have have consequences. And when I, when it told me to pick one of these sides, it said, Hey, this is going to affect not only the game, but the show. And I was like, what? I'm like, what does that mean? So anyways, I pick, I, I make my choice. I beat act one and then a live cutscene happens like a live action cutscene. And I'm like, Oh cool. Live action, you know, cut scene. I'll, I'll watch this and then I'll go to bed. 22 minutes later, the live action cutscene, a.k.a. the episode I just watched, ended, and Act 2 started where I actually got to play the game again. And I was like, what did, What just happened? Like, by the time it got to the point where I could play this game again, I was like, I, f- I forgot I was playing a game almost. I was like, oh, oh it's my turn again. Okay, here we go. So... You know, I stopped there, and, and I played a little... Sorry, actually, I lied. I played a little bit of Act 2, get, got into that, and then I said, finally, I need to go to bed. Um. So I decided to do some research and, and understand a little more that, yes, indeed, there was supposed to be a TV show. It got canceled, and because of that, they took the live-action that they shot, and they like spliced it into the video game.
2: Because they basically finished... They like almost finished the show, like they season did. one, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. So they, they basically they, they cut all that into the video game, and you can skip it, so don't get me wrong. It's not like you're stuck watching a 22-minute video before you can actually play the game more, but if you're going to skip 22 minutes of content, there's going to be some gaps that you're not going to yeah, understand. I,
2: I would feel like that character development and like motivation <laughs> behind people would be like non-existent. Yeah, exactly. So, I
3: mean that part of it was like, at first I was like, Oh, this is really cool. And then it kind of got like, okay, when is this going to end? And then, and then finally I was like, I don't think this really works anymore. Um, long story short, there is five acts to this game and that is it. And then after each act, you have about a 22 minute video. Uh, you're able, most of these people were able to beat this game twice in order to get both sides, you know, cause you can choose a or B as far as your decision making. So beat it twice so that you can see all the outcomes in ten hours, <laughs> meaning this is a five-hour video game.
1: Not, not long.
3: A five-hour video game for sixty bucks. Uh, I believe Ethan has a has a uh, math equation he uses for value of a video game. Does it fit? Does this is actually one of those games that would not pass your test? Am I right? <sighs>
1: theoretically no. if the gameplay and the story was so good i wanted to play it multiple times then you could maybe put it in but really how i look at it is you're paying about ten dollars for an hour and a half movie a lot lot of movies nowadays are two hours but really that that 90 minute feature between eight and ten dollars so if you're gonna pay sixty dollars you should get six at least six times more enjoyment or more entertainment. So, you know, a game like uh you know like Destiny that we've put hours and hours and hours into, it's easy, you know, to say, okay, yeah, you know, we definitely got your money's worth out of that game. But a game that only has a five hour story to it and then, you know, you're kind of done with it. To me, that doesn't really stack up, uh, you know, content for value-wise.
3: Also, a game that you know when you're done with it, you're done with it. You know, like, you, you may come back and visit it 10 years down the road, but, like, there's no replay value to this game after the second playthrough. And the issue with this game, like, okay, so here's the cool thing about the game, the powers, right? I can I can look at chops over here, and I can shoot, like, a time-freeze bubble. Do it
2: right now. I want you to do it right now. Do it.
3: Done. Okay, so now he's frozen in a time bubble, right? But everything else around him is moving. I can shoot bullets into him, pop, 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 and stack all these bullets. They don't even hit him; They hit the bubble, and they kind of freeze with him. And then when the bubble collapses, all that stack hits him all at once, and he just goes flying off into, like, the distance. Go ahead. Go. Yep, that was pretty accurate. Best episode ever. (laughs) So, like, that's just one ability that I thought was really cool where if you got, like, because the AI will attack you and they'll try to flank you in multiple ways. So, like, you can freeze one side, go flank the left side, and then come back to the right side. You can obviously dash in time. You can pulse and see, like, the past. So you can see ripples in the past. So you can kind of like a puzzle. I think Chops would like this aspect of it where you kind of if you need to figure out how to get to the library. They don't give you a map. They don't give you a radar with an arrow pointing you use like your your pulsing to find cookie crumbs along the way to figure out where you're going. So again, a lot of cool mecha- little mechanics, but again, as a whole, it just kind of feels none of it's really polished. It all kind of works, but none of it works great. And that's that's the letdown as the Probably game
2: Probably what the TV show was like.
3: Oh! Yeah, and as the game continues, oh! you know, as the game continues to develop, uh and, and the ai gets you know stronger and and everything it just it, it makes it makes you realize the how nothing is polished because all of a sudden you really need things to be a little more pinpoint mm-hmm. a little more quicker and it just doesn't happen and i think the best thing i can give you example of the controls of moving your character reminds me of what re- what the original Resident Evils reminded you of? How frustrating Ooh, it was.
2: That's rough. That's real slow. Yeah.
3: So it's slow, and even when you're running, you want to run faster. And then and then when you finally get into like firefights, then all of a sudden you run faster when you have your gun in your hand. You can let you like, like change. The game changes completely when you have a gun in your hand versus when you're just trying to move around like an environment. And that's what's weird. I wish I wish it would uh, be more similar. But uh, overall, I would I don't want to trash this game. I think if you liked the order. If you liked Until Dawn, if you like certain games like that, I think you'll enjoy this game. I think it deserves, you know, it's getting a 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10. I think that's fair. I think it falls right in that zone. Um, It's definitely a game, if you have an Xbox One, you should check out, but I I almost would say you might want to rent it, because if you can beat it in 10 hours, it's not worth the $60 price tag. Agreed. But, um, you know, I'm glad I got it. I I still will be picking it up, because I want to finish it. I didn't get a chance to to finish it all the way through, and, um, you know... Is it more of a rent? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you rent it, I think it's uh, you know, it's definitely worth 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 a rent for sure because I think you can complete the game at least to your satisfaction in the whatever the three four days that you get with a rental, and that's that's it really. I don't, you know, unfortunately, I'm sad that it's not the groundbreaking game that we originally had hoped for. It's just not there, but
1: and that happens with a lot of games that are ambitious. It happened with the order. Yeah.
2: So you know, that's another game I was. Praying that it was going to be good. And I, and I love it. Still. But with the order it was the lack of content, not necessarily the lack of gameplay, right? It was more or less that it was short than more than it was not playable. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so, play playability. Of the order so, was great. The the
3: uh, quantum is a little mix of everything, right? You know? so it's, like the
2: order gets a little bit a little bit more forgiven, I guess, because it is more of a polished piece, but it's just not enough of a polished piece. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got you. All
3: right, guys. Well. That's what we've been playing lately, and that's some early access uh, news for you. Uh, If you're looking to go get get some of these games, remember Quantum Break drops today, and Dirt Rally drops today. The Doom that we were talking about does not drop till May, so you gotta wait a little bit longer for that. But oh man, I was hoping for—I really was hoping that that was gonna be the game that like made me spend some time on my Xbox, and I just don't think it's gonna happen. Womp womp. So, all right, guys, we're gonna get into some news. Here it is.
1: It's time to take a look at those gaming headlines here on Bit by 8-Bit. All right,
2: we got some news for you. Big news coming from me on a game that I'm super, super excited for, Final Fantasy 15. So Square Enix had a huge conference press release called Final Fantasy 15 Uncovered, hosted by the kind of funny fellas Greg and Tom. Tim. Oh, Tim? Yes. Cool. So, th- a lot of stuff was released, and they had a pre- pre-show, I didn't watch that, but then they had the main event that ho- was hosted by Kind of Funny, and they released a lot of stuff. They released 15 announcements. Some of them were kind of bullshit, just like you already knew, or I wouldn't even consider them announcements, but I'll kind of go over uh, point by point what they did quickly. So... To begin with, they uh, had a bunch of guests on there, from like the composer to the director to one of the writers to even Florence and the Machines, which did a cover of a song for the game, which is actually pretty sweet. The, yeah, that cover is f- it was awesome.
3: I listened to it and I was like, I knew what song it was, but then I was like, wait, who the hell's
2: singing this? And then and then when I saw the article, I was like, oh my god, yes, "Stand By Me" is the name of the song. Yeah won't you stand stand by me yeah but that cover is is gorgeous yeah and of course the orchestral music in it is is fantastic as always but some of the biggest things that they hinted on was the releases that are happening around the game leading up to it so first announcement they had was a five part anime series based on the main fellas the bros of the group called Final Fantasy 15 Brotherhood and it's being released for free it's being released on YouTube, and they released the first episode that night. So, I got, I watched it. It's pretty good. It's only about, uh, oh, how long was it, like 17 minutes? It wasn't very long. But it was pretty sweet to kind of get a feel of these characters before you get to play the game. And all of these episodes are going to be released before the game comes out. Along with that, they're releasing a full feature-length movie, animated, with voice actors such as Aaron Paul, um, Sean Bean, and uh, Lena, oh, what's her name from Game of Thrones? Not a Game of Thrones person, but Lena. It's good enough. I can't remember. Her people, name. people will know. Anyways, she's one people of. People the... will be mad at you. She's about like one of the... that. I don't watch Game of Thrones. She was also the 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 queen in Three Hundred.
3: Oh yeah yeah yeah, and also Sarah Con- uh, Connor in Terminators uh, on TV. Ter- Sarah
2: Terminators on TV.
3: Yeah Sarah, yeah, Sarah Connor uh, Con- Lena yeah, Connor Chronicles. Lena Headley.
2: Yeah. Um, so you get, but in that, you get to learn backstory of the king, which is kind of neat because it's kind of, the game takes place with Noctis, his son, how the kingdom's going, but then you get to learn about the backstory from them, which is really cool. Also, that night, they released, and this was big, collector's editions and ultimate collector's edition of the game. So, for example, <laughs> it's crazy. The deluxe collector's edition comes with a steel bookcase. It includes King's Glaive on Blu-ray um, and Final Fantasy DLC that they were coming out. Yeah, that's the one I got. Now, I... So so this was in Pacific time. So at 9 o'clock Pacific time, midnight Eastern time, they were going to release the the pre-orders for these. I was able to snag an Ultimate Collector's Edition. Comes with a steel case, a soundtrack, a hardcover art book, King's Glaive the movie on Blu-ray... Noctis figurine, and there's only thirty thousand of these produced. There's a few other things that come with it, but it's 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 a hefty collector's edition. So hefty, they're going for like three times the price on eBay right now, and it's two hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah, yeah, no, they're going so, up. Yeah, they,
3: they, I've seen the highest of nine is nine hundred so far on eBay. So,
2: there's a lot of cool stuff coming out with this game, along with they actually came out with an app game which, from there. Real quick, fuck those guys for yeah, doing that. Yeah, fuck the eBayers. Fuck the scalpers. But anyways, yeah. Um, they, they're coming out with Justice Monsters 5, which is kind of like a, it's almost like an RPG pinball game. It's kind of neat. They showed it on there. It's released on iOS and Android systems. Um, but, you know, they're, what I I really enjoyed about the stream was the fact that they built, you know the the other games they were more released for their titles and for the innovativeness of their gameplay and build pushing the brand but with this they were able to build the brand of just final fantasy 15 by releasing a ton of stuff around it you know getting in your multimedia movies and anime fans and then also releasing app games and uh, i don't know about you guys but i mean it makes me want to play the game more because of the, the the cool things that they're adding around it.
3: Well, I think yeah, I think what the idea that's cool about this is that they're building it up before it's even here. So they're building this whole like new universe to get ready for this game, yeah. which makes it, I mean, two things happen. A, I get excited because I, I love you know Final Fantasy content. You're feeding it to me, great. But also, it makes it look like you actually give a shit, right? You know, you're not just trying to well, throw they, a game out it, and make it, a quick buck.
2: Yeah, and it's yeah, exactly. That's a part of it that I love is that there's not. It doesn't feel like a money grab. You know, it feels like a. Uh, like a, a pre- piece of art that they're building, a, p- a brand, like I had mentioned before, that they're just pushing for, for people to want to be enjoying and when people want to invest in. Yeah, exactly. So.
3: And I love the, uh, you know, the, the Ultimate Collector's Edition I tried to get. It was sold out for PS4, um, and so I, I passed. But I picked up the deluxe collector's edition because of the steel case the steel case is gorgeous
2: because it's that it's that awesome artwork that they've done throughout the years of Final Fantasy they had someone do that yeah I can't remember who did the artwork, but they had someone submit that artwork, and then during the show, they did a 3D rendering of it, and they created this like animation of all the, of the different artwork flowing into each other. It was really sweet. Yeah, so I really like the looks of that steel case. A little bummed they didn't get the ultimate uh, collector's edition, but
3: you know we'll see. They are talking about potentially... Uh, Manufacturing some more. Yeah, the way so. they,
2: they worded it was that they, they don't have, it seemed like they don't have enough resources to produce it. Um, because it is a lot, there's a lot to it. But let's hope they can get some more out there, you know, just to kind of screw over the scalpers. But, yeah, for real? I mean, we'll see. I don't know. But the game looks great. Comes out September 30th. Fortunately, the release date got leaked earlier that day by GameSpot, which they made a joke about uh, during the show. But uh, but it comes on September 30th, and it's going to be great. I can't wait for it.
3: Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm glad we've got a date, and uh, we got some really cool-looking um, physical items, and the game looks
2: fucking amazing. It's gorgeous. And chocobos. Oh, the chocobos are amazing. Chocobos. All
3: right, so next up on the news, guys, we have, of course, our weekly update of the Destiny update. So here it is, week two of the Destiny update. We covered the gear uh, that we're going to be uh, seeing more of in uh, as of April twelfth, in the next free update from Destiny, uh, they covered a lot of stuff. But let's just hit some of the the hot topics here, and that would be first of all the um the, the exotics, I guess, or, or the the year ones that are coming back.
2: Yeah. So on the on their Instagram, they released a bunch of photos of year one exotics that are returning, which I'm really excited about. Because yeah. There was a lack of that, you know. We got to the point where. You have all the armor. Well, it's like we got the first like we got the first wave
3: back of taking king, and then it was like they forgot to like continue to feed it. Yeah, right. So now it looks like we're finally getting wave two. Um, and I also was glad not to see like that they didn't just they didn't just go to blow their load. It was like, hey, no Galahorn, no Thorn. You know, like they weren't just going for the big boys. Yeah, they brought some of the like the odd ones back that hopefully they, with retweaking some of the uh, sandbox. Maybe they re- they've become more relevant than they ever were more, in year one.
2: Right, like they brought back one of my favorite guns, Queen's Baker uh, Breaker Bow, which I was super excited for that you get in the Prison of Elders, which they brought back all those exotics. So they brought the, the pistol, yes. and they also brought back the shotgun. I think.
3: Well, they brought most that back because Prison of Elders is now relevant it's, it's again. So a highlight yeah. of it.
2: Yep. But they had the sweet Titans mask that I love. That looks like it looks like a face. Yes. like a, like a stone face. Yep. Yep. Hunter gear, I'm not really that excited about. It's kind of garbage. I mean, I just want new hunter gear. That's all I want. But uh, yeah, it's, it looks pretty cool. Yeah,
3: so we got a lot of that information. You can check it out on Destiny's Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. But um, we also found out about the um, some of the gear sets. Yeah, and that's and that's the big thing. They're they're sets actually. Two sets. They're not skins. So when we first saw the pictures, we're like, oh, you're gonna be able to get a shader that makes you look like Taken. Right. It's actually a whole set of armor, and they even built emotes that you're going to get for free if you find the full set of armor. So like um, I think it's called desolate uh desolate De- gear desolate? That's yeah, yeah that's, that's, gear. that's the gear that gives you the taken look. Um and when you com- when you get the whole set, your emote that you get makes you twitch yeah, and the take like and twitch. yeah, the taken twitch. It's so cool. Um, they went
2: very heavy on the emotes it seemed like.
3: Yeah, they did. And then uh, the other set which I can't I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's the other gear that's designed because of this new meca- this new part of the game called chroma. So now what you're going to be able to do with a lot, of, a lot of gear and a lot of weapons is you're going to have this thing called chroma where you're going to be able to have it. It's LEDs, basically. It's yeah. going to make you light up different colors. Um, and this one set really focuses on that, allows you to glow and, and look cool. But even if you have, uh, like, normal guns, like they were showing off... Uh, I forgot what it was. I think it might have been a uh, thousand-yard stair or something like that. And they threw a chroma on it, and um, all of the orange-like paint lines on the gun changed color.
2: Yeah, so you'll be able to get. A, you know, there's a default chroma that comes with it that you're able to, sh- to roll to get a different one. They yeah, pay stupid, a, a hundred or,
3: glimmer. Hundred glimmer to re-roll. Sh- it's dumb. You should just yeah. be able to choose which
2: one you know, yeah. instead of just paying. But... And
3: when you dismantle things, you'll get glimmer. You'll get so uh, you different chromas. Chroma different chromas, and you, then you can infuse those into. Uh, the items that have chroma slots.
2: Right. So So it's a little bit of a cool little f- um flare you could put on your guys. Yeah. Just another thing to grind
1: for. Uh, exactly. Well, and then probably and, buy yeah, them. Honestly.
3: Unfortunately, yeah, here's here's the downside is that they showed at least the chroma gear being available through Evertrade. Through, yeah. Through, uh, what do they call the boxes? Sterling Treasure. Sterling Treasure boxes. So you're
2: able to get three a week. I know one's from the Postmaster, one's from Lord Shaxx, and I can't remember who the third one's from. Might have been the Speaker or something like that. Speaker, I think it was, yeah. But then you're also able to buy these Sterling Treasure boxes from the Eversphere trader. And and inside the box, you're guaranteed to get an armor piece of one of the two sets.
3: Well, and that's the other thing. You can go into details, and it'll show you, like, out of the, here's nine items that you you're guaranteed one of these nine, yep. and then over here you you have the chance. Also have these. Yeah.
2: Now in those you'll you'll get things like chroma, but you'll also get things like faction points. Yes. So you'll be able to help boost your. And I only saw Vanguard and Crucible. I didn't really. I don't remember seeing new models. Yeah, the actual like ones. That, But those will probably be in there. Yeah.
3: I'm wondering if but, you actually if you have a,
2: if you're signed up for a faction, you know you'll get that you know type oh, that's deal. that's true. Um. But, that, but this brings up a whole new conversation. Now, before we get into that real quick, I also want to say that they changed the light system to make it one-for-one now. So when you infuse an item with three, 315 light into an item that doesn't have it, it becomes 315. Right. And it takes all that light
3: now. Yeah, there's no penalty anymore right. um, for at least all we saw, though, was Legendary. Yeah, I don't know about exotics. I'm hoping hoping exotics. I'm assuming you're still gonna need a shard, but but hopefully there'll be no penalty.
2: But the the issue is the idea of pay to win that's being coming that's becoming up.
3: Right, and I don't think this is an issue at all because you can't technically pay to win with this because this gear drops at three defense.
2: It does. You You have to infuse it up.
3: Yeah. So unless you have something that's good. You can't buy anything that's that's better than what you have.
2: And it, and I I would I will agree to a point too. Like currently you will, it's not a pay to win. There's nothing there that makes you better than anyone else. Right. But it's the fact that it, it's a transition to where are we going to see things that they're going to buy? That's well what's, that's what's yeah. scary. Well, let's about be honest. It.
3: I mean we started with emotes. Yeah. Then all of a sudden we could buy sparrows. Now all of a sudden we're buying armor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can see a trend, but at least they're you know at the same time they're trying to be like well the armor's 3 defense. Okay. And now it's 1 to 1. And this is the cool thing. The reason the, the cool thing about 1 to 1 now is that if you really want to rock some sort of gear, it, it gives you more flexibility to be to, to have your own flair, I guess, you know. To a
2: point, yeah. Like
3: if I want to run it's tough sometimes when I have a, a 280 chess piece that I really really liked, but I got a 316 raid drop. And I'm not going to dare infuse that no. into that, that 280 because because I'm going to lose so many points of light. But now I can. Now I can get the full 316 out of it and wear the chest piece that I actually want because I don't care about the raid piece. That's, so, that's cool, and I think you're going to start to see what that's going to do. It's going to open it up where you're going to start to see different Loadouts. You're yeah. actually well, going to finally and, start to see some interesting loadouts they are like, oh, what's that guy doing? Why and, is he doing it that way? And
2: along with the Year One Exotics, they're bringing back some Year One Legendaries. So, yes. so now we're going to see a, a fluctuation of what people are actually playing with during PvP, during PvE, and hopefully provide some more avenues to be a better player, but not have to have those hard-to-get things like the Doctrine of Passing from the Trials of Osiris, you know? Yeah. So hopefully there, there's going to be some evening out of things.
3: Yep. And I mean that's pretty much the update. That was pretty much the uh, the stream. Yeah. That was. It was very short. It was very short. Uh, we're g- this week. Um, we're going to get the uh, stream on Wednesday, and we're going to be going over Sandbox, which is the one I'm most excited about. Yes. I, I want to see the Doctrine get nerfed. I want to see the Titan
2: get nerfed. Yeah, I want to see the changes you know, to the classes. Yeah, I want to see stuff. all
3: these tweaks because there's some tweaks they still need to make. I think shotguns still, could still be definitely tweaked. Some Warlock melees. You know, some of the Warlock grenades and melees, melee reach, and and then the uh, the solar grenades of Warlock need needs some attention. Mm-hmm. And Hunter so,
2: armor needs to go up.
3: Yeah, and Hunter, feels like, Hunter just feels weak. Yeah. I remember in year one when I would go into PvP as a Warlock, It'd be hunters like were tough. It'd be all hunters. Yeah. It'd be it'd be if it was six v six. There would be eleven hunters and one warlock mm-hmm. meet. And now it's like you. Know, I don't see hunters. I see titan after titan oh, after yes. titan. And then I go into trials, and it's like titan titan warlock titan titan warlock. You know, and and that's it. So and and every once in a while, I'm not gonna say they're not out there, but every once in a while you'll get a hunter. So yeah, they need some love for sure. Um, they feel like the weakest group right now. So I'm excited that'll happen. Thank you for admitting that. Yeah. I appreciate it uh, absolutely because they
1: you. are the weakest group
3: they're
2: also the most strong-willed I'm
1: just
3: say. <laughs> so we'll um we'll be covering the sandbox and uh, and some of the uh, other things that they're covering uh, next week on the podcast but uh, this has been the gear coverage of the division update so destiny yeah sorry destiny the reason <laughs> hey, I hey
1: what gu- hey, what's going on with the division what's going on on the same I was day? jumping
3: the gun here guys I'm going right into the division news of guess what Ubisoft has come out and decided something big.
2: Fuck you, Destiny. We
3: are going to say, fuck you. We're still going to take you on, and we're going to release our free update the same day as Bungie releases the Destiny update. So Ubisoft has come out and said, hey, April 12th, you're going to be able to trade items. You're going to get a raid. You're going to get some new quests. You're going to get all sorts of crazy shit all for free. Keep playing
1: Division. Stay away from Destiny. Thoughts, everybody? I think it's a good move. If you're trying to compete with Destiny, you, well, what's what's the division out, been, been out a month now, a month yeah. and a half? Yeah, a little over a month. So, you have done a good job saying, here's a game that has uh, similar mechanics in a lot of ways, similar gameplay style to Destiny. That's what they're going for. That's what they're trying to do. So, you don't want to lose the pl- the player base that you've built to Destiny, people because there's gonna be there's there's fans of both, similar to, to you, Jay, similar to to uh, button masher Caleb, similar to Jazzy. People that are playing Destiny took a break from Destiny to get into the division, and this is their chance to capitalize by keeping those fans in that game. Well, let's be honest here, okay? We, we, like
3: most of us, uh, I know you two didn't, but myself, button masher Caleb, Jazzy, Cable, everybody all went to the division. We played the division to in game. And we're all back on Destiny now. So you know, if you're if you're the division which needs uh you know, you're new, so you need to keep feeding us and you need to prove to us like why we should stay with you, this is a big this is a big push for you. Hey, you're about to launch a mechanic that Destiny's never had with being able to actually trade amongst your teammates. And I just think it's important to if you wanna if you wanna keep having the success that the initial success that you had this is exactly the way to do it,
2: and, and two points. This is going to be a test for them to see how well they can stand up against Destiny, that's been around exactly. for two years now. Yep. So they're going to be able to gauge, okay, what did we, what can we do better, what can we, what what do we do good on, and, and how many people are pulling back into the game. But also, this is similar to how Destiny was, though, for you when it first started out. We played hard for three or four months, yep, and then stopped. Because there was nothing going on, and they they did a 360 of what they were doing on there, and drastically changed a ton. A 360 of stuff for puts them. you right back yeah, in the same place. 180 or 180, whatever. I don't I don't know. They numbers. did a 360,
3: <laughs> and I came back crawling. Yeah, they did.
2: <laughs> on some stuff, they actually did do that. They did. Yeah. Um, By the time they were so, done, they did. So is this going to be another situation where, like, okay, I'm going to wait come to come back to the division until in the next update or two, and then it'll be better.
3: I mean, I think for me personally, I'm very. Uh, I'm very invested in Destiny right now. So I played about 55, 60 hours of The Division in like the first two weeks that it came out. Right. And But I can tell you April 12th when these updates hit, I will be on Destiny. Um, Now I can tell you it's about a 50-50 because there's a big group of us that are still playing Division and they have not come back to Destiny. And there's a group of us that all played Division and now we're back to Destiny. So it's not like... They're that division's in trouble at all? No, I yeah, wouldn't say they're yeah. in
2: trouble at all either. But it, I mean,
3: I know people that have four characters all level thirty right now, just right. waiting for this update. But they,
2: they're competing against you know some big dogs. They're competing yeah. against Destiny. They're competing against Call of Duty. Yep. You know, they've got to find a way to keep that interest yeah. by bringing out new shit.
3: Yeah, I'm excited to see their first raid and see if it's uh, you know hopefully it's successful, not a giant mess. But you know this is their this is it. This is the first big raid that division's going to get. Are they going to do it right? And are they going to fix their drop system where the drops matter? Or is it still going to be a crafting simulator in the end game where it's, again, you're just going to go run this stuff to get materials and then you're going to come back to the base and you're just going to craft, 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 and then recraft? to try to get the best gear in the game. And then I just that's what's killing me. And right then give I just it don't
2: a, want to do that. And then give it to all your friends because then you can trade it. Yeah, everybody because, has the same good Right because stuff. as
3: mad as I get about Destiny, I love the fact that when something drops and it shows it's a primary weapon in gram, that you're excited to go to tower and be disappointed usually, but you're <laughs> yeah, excited. And they
2: say that you're going to get your fourth Zalo Supercell.
3: <laughs> yeah, but you're still excited because there's a chance of something that just doesn't exist in the division, and that's what. Eventually, I was kind of like, well, there's nothing for me to chase after. I'm done. So, um, yeah, but it's a good move for Ub- Ubisoft for sure. I think uh, you know it shows balls, and and their update looks impressive. All right, guys. Next up. Right now, uh, uh, through Microsoft, if you're looking for an Xbox, Microsoft has launched its own special. You got to do it through them uh, on their website, correct, Ethan?
1: Yeah, yeah. You yep. can through the Microsoft Store online, or yep. Whatever it is, Xbox you can save store.
3: yourself fifty bucks, yeah, uh, and you can pick up an Xbox One for two ninety nine. I mean, I mean, that's that's pretty pretty cool. I mean, honestly, it's you, cheap. The Xbox is a good system. I, I, I do love I do love the uh, a lot of the features of it. Um, if if you get familiar with the OS, they've done a good job revamping their OS and really making it uh, a little more user friendly. But for 299 to get into the current gen, if you're not already there, um, they're really trying to make it more accessible to people.
1: And I don't know how long the the sales going on it didn't say i you know i saw it online uh, earlier today and uh you know the thing is is you know if you haven't made the jump already into a playstation or you're, you're hesitant uh, if you're a 360 owner there's some backwards compatibility there so it could you know that really this could be the right move you're saving 50 bucks so you can put that 50 bucks right into uh, picking up a game
3: yeah so head on over to the microsoft store if you're interested and pick up yourself an xbox for two ninety nine. All right, guys, last up, we want to get into the uh, event that we attended this past weekend. The MES Game Fest happened here in Michigan, Farmington Hills, Michigan. MES, which is Michigan Esports, uh, they threw on an- another event from April 1st through the 3rd, and it was uh, it was a pretty big event, guys. It had four competing games going on, so you had four tournaments of Halo 5, Call of Duty, Gears of War, and Street Fighter Five. So uh, tons of people at this event. We had a booth there, and we were hanging out broadcasting from there. We got some uh, really cool interviews, so that's, uh, th- those are going to be coming up in the-, in the coming weeks. But we do have one for you today, and we wanted to focus on Cinch Gaming. So these events are sponsored largely by Cinch Gaming, and you see a lot of these pro teams coming in, eSports teams. you got a lot of amateurs coming in, and they're all rocking Cinch controllers. You see the Cinch decals, the Cinch hats, everything going around. They really are living this company. They believe in them. And so we, um, we got to hang out with the owner, Jim, and uh, he, he hopped on the uh, podcast and gave us some, some really cool interview uh, with us about Cinch Gaming, what they are, what you know, the controllers, and something really cool coming up uh, Cinch Tech, which he's going to tell you about here in this interview. Lastly, he makes a wor- world first. That's right, BXAB podcast got this first. No one else knows this yet, but there's a little bit of details in this interview about something that's going to be announced, and you guys are going to hear it first here. So if you want in on the ground floor, you better listen to this interview. So we'll be right back, guys. Here's Jim from Cinch Gaming. Hey, guys. It's Jay from BXAP.com, and I have 8-Bit AJ here as my co-host. and we. Oh, go ahead. Say hi. Say hi. Hello. There we go. And we have the owner of Cinch Gaming, Jim, here with us. Hi, Jim. Hey, everybody. How you doing? So we're here at uh, MES Game Fest in Farmington Hills, Michigan with uh, some very competitive... Uh, competitions going on with Halo Five, Call of Duty, Gears of War, and uh, Street Fighter. This is the first time you guys that we've been a part of it, where you had four games going on.
0: Yeah, we uh, we went a little uh, overboard with the titles this time, but uh, <laughs> we definitely wanted to try and uh, get folks out for different titles and uh, and see kind of what the appeal was for those.
3: Yeah, you definitely have a, a good turnout, lots of people, high energy. It's been it's been a real fun weekend. But let's get right into it. Uh, So Cinch Gaming, uh, making pro controllers, and you got some other cool things coming down the pipeline. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Cinch Gaming? What
0: is? Yeah, absolutely. Cinch Gaming is a professional video game controller company. We basically take a stock controller and do our magic to it. We put uh, what we call tournament buttons into it. Uh, Those go on the back of the controller to basically mimic the buttons on the front of the controller. Uh, that allows a player to not have to take their thumbs off thumbsticks in order to perform combo moves like jump shots and drop shots. They can uh, perform professional moves with these controllers. So uh, that's why we call them Pro Game Controllers.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I picked mine up actually at this event. I've had it for a few days now, and I can say uh, it is... It's day and night. It's a huge difference. I really, I really have enjoyed it. I'm, I'm a big Destiny player, and uh, to be able to slide around corners because I'm able to keep my thumb on the joystick, it's something that I was. You literally cannot do without this type of controller.
0: Definitely, it's like uh, you know. Once you try it, you're, you're wondering how you live without it. <laughs> Absolutely, really.
3: yeah, totally. So um, I'm really enjoying mine. But what about uh, Cinch Gaming as far as? How it, how it started. Give us, give us a little bit of background on it. Um, I know you have a really cool origin story.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, my wife and I wanted to start a family, and her and I both come from the engineering background. She's, uh, her background is electrical engineering, mine is uh, computer science and engineering. And uh, we really just wanted to start a little side business to make a little money while she was a stay-at-home mom. And um, her and I both being gamers ourselves, uh, we've, we owned a competitor's product in the past, and uh, we looked at that and said, hey, uh, I think we could make these and maybe even make them a little bit better. Let's let's give it a try. Um, so we did. We stayed up late nights uh, in our basement putting uh, tournament buttons in controllers and changing out colored shells and putting colored LEDs in them and um, just threw them on eBay just to see how they would sell. And before you know it, we were selling so many of them that we couldn't keep up. And uh, I'm downstairs painting shells in the basement, <laughs> and she's soldering wires in and uh, we really we really realized at that point that we had something uh, special a little, a little bit different
3: yeah absolutely that is awesome so uh, you now uh, from what from what you've told me now you're full-time cinch gaming and uh, you even got your own
0: facility going on now right that's right yeah right here in uh, Southfield Michigan we have an office building uh, it is of course my full-time job now um, as well as you know my wife's part-time she'd probably argue that it's still her full-time job <laughs> um but yeah absolutely we have uh we have we have several employees that we now employ here in the michigan area and uh it's just going great man we're we're really loving um the business uh and kind of you know living a little bit of the american dream right now yeah absolutely
3: entrepreneurship something i'm ve- i believe in Highly, but uh, I will say it's very cool in the uh, the Michigan gaming community. We, we met you guys actually in uh, uh, Texas at PAX South, uh, and, and we just I'm sitting here. You guys asked where we were from, and I'm like, oh yeah, Livonia, Michigan. And you're like, we're from Southfield, Michigan. And uh, <laughs> so to make the connection all the way in Texas was funny, but it is great to see uh, some gaming community here in Michigan, especially on the business side of things too. Uh, what about the future for Cinch Gaming? What do you have uh, in the pipeline coming up?
0: So we are extremely ultra-supersonic excited for <laughs> our new technology that we're about to launch. It's called SinchTech. Tech. Uh, Cinch Tech is a statistical analysis of gameplay. Uh, basically, we will take your gameplay, uh, analyze it, and at the end of a game, you can upload all the data to your mobile device, your, your Android or your iPhone, and it'll give you a stat-by-stat stat readout of everything you did in that game and actually give you a score and tell you how well you performed.
2: Now, will there be an app available to download, to sync it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, so coming very soon uh, on the Apple iTunes and the uh, Google uh, iPlay store, you'll be able to download these apps. It's a free download. And um, they will sync up uh, over a Bluetooth uh, wireless uh, chip that's in the controllers. And you can just sync your controller with your mobile phone uh, through both of those apps. Wow.
3: I think the other cool thing that you uh, talked about with this app that I have not seen, I haven't seen anybody do any of this, but the one cool feature is you're going to be able to remap the controller from your phone. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, it is. You know, One of the really cool things about adding a microchip and a Bluetooth module into a controller is it actually opens the door for a whole lot of other cool things you can do with your controller. Um, certainly remapping is one of them. Uh, in the past, you would have to maybe hold down a button and do some, some button presses. Uh, now you can just do it on your phone. You, you open up your phone, hit a few buttons, hit update, and now your controller is completely remapped. So it's, it's a really cool feature.
3: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense just because, uh, I mean, I, I'm on my phone, all, again, Destiny player. I'm on my phone using the Destiny app, switching gear between my characters all the time. So it's just as simple for me to slide over and say, hey, I'm going to change my game style. I want my layout to be a little different. That's It's just super handy. I like that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, and you know some other real fun features that we're adding into the, uh, the microchip? We've got a couple of things. Um, one of them is called Cinch Triggers. I'm not sure if we've talked about this one before. Basically, uh, Cinch Triggers is a, a way to adjust the sensitivity of your trigger.
3: Oh, okay. Um, That's cool.
0: You know, some other uh, controllers have this a little bit, um, but basically what this does is you can actually set it so that if you pull just a little bit on the trigger, it switches over to a 100% register of the trigger pull. Um, on the PS4 controller, for example, in Call of Duty, you can actually take the trigger, the fire button, and map that to one of the bumper buttons. So now the fire is actually a button. It's not a trigger anymore. It's a button. This actually does the same thing electronically with the trigger itself. Okay. Yeah.
3: It takes that throttle effect away from it then. Definitely yeah. right.
0: And that's okay. a calibratable thing. You can choose a 10%, 25%, or a 50%. Each one of those at the setting will change over to 100%.
3: That's It's funny you bring that up too, because in Destiny I actually did switch the trigger and bumper for a, for a long time. That's how I played. And then I would go to every other game and get confused because I've played the, the wrong way, in my opinion, on Destiny. So... It just started to mess with me. But then when I picked up the Cinch controller, I did have the trigger stops on my Cinch controller, and it allowed me to go back to my triggers being used for what they're supposed to be used for. Definitely. Uh, and it's helped out a lot. So um, that's really cool. Do, we have, um, do you have any ETA on uh, when, when you're trying to launch this?
0: Yeah, so breaking news here, we are about to launch a Kickstarter campaign. Um, we are pretty much done with it. We have a nice video that was shot for us. And uh, we are going to launch that probably within the next week. It, there's a few days of approval that it goes through with Kickstarter. But uh, I think a week from this coming Monday, uh, we will actually launch the Kickstarter campaign. The great thing about the Kickstarter campaign uh, is that customers will be able to buy a Cinch Gaming controller if they get in on the early bird special for $149, which is, uh, which is an amazing price. And
3: that's with the Cinch Tech in? Absolutely. Oh, wow, that is. That's Got fantastic. Got the Cinch Tech
0: controller in it. In fact, you get... Uh, two to four buttons adjustable trigger stops uh and cinch tech all built into that controller oh that's phenomenal wow yeah okay well
3: we will uh, we'll keep an eye out for the link guys and once it's uh, live we will share that with you we want to thank uh jim for stopping by and hanging out at the bxab booth uh thanks for inviting us to the event as well and guys check out everything at uh, cinchgaming.com
0: jim is there anything else that you'd like to websites or anything you'd like to plug uh, you know what? Just check us out at cinchgaming.com. Like you mentioned, our Twitter is at cinchgaming. Uh, keep an eye on both of those for any updates. Uh, we'll be keeping all of our uh, our, our, our family uh, posted and updated on all the new things coming out and the dates at which they will be coming out. We're really excited for all this, and uh, we know everybody else will be too once they see it.
3: Yeah, it sounds amazing. Thanks for your time, Jim. We'll, Thanks, uh, Jim. Yeah, we'll let you get uh, back to the event. And, uh, guys, keep, stay tuned for, for some exciting news from Cinch Gaming. All right, so we just want to thank Cinch Gaming one more time for taking some time and interviewing with us at the MES Game Fest. Jim's super nice guy, and you need to check the, check them out, CinchGaming.com. Some really cool product. And
1: cool. if they were interested in buying a Cinch controller, how do they save? You can save some money, some big bucks.
2: Save some Dallas. Yeah. Save big money at Cinch Gaming. Just use
1: the code
3: BX8B at checkout, and you will save five percent off your order. And uh, I just like I said uh, earlier in the show, I picked up my uh, my controller and uh, my Cinch gaming controller. I love it. So, guys, you need to check them out if you're uh, looking into other competitors' controllers. I, I honestly I've tried them all, and this
1: is my favorite one. See, now I can start using that as the excuse why Jay beats me all the time. Be like, oh, well, you know, I can't compete with a Cinch controller. I just have a basic I beat controller. you
3: well before that, so you can <laughs> use No, this you is what talking about.
1: No, it was pretty even That's before.
3: That's my new excuse. That's fine. Whatever. You guys can believe what you want to believe. <laughs> I will believe. <laughs> believe it or believe. not. I like it. Believe all it. right. Well, guys, um, we're going to move into that time. It's emails. Here we
1: go. You write them. We read them. It's time for emails on Bit by 8-Bit.
3: All right. So, guys, this is uh, the area where you send in your questions to info at com. We try to answer them the best that we can. We're going to get right into it with Xander, and he has a question. With April 1st just a few days past, yes. what is your favorite April Fool's Day joke pulled pulled by the gaming media? I um, I'm gonna spin it around a little bit, and I'm gonna simply say my favorite, and it wasn't even had anything to do with April Fools, but it was when I tricked Ethan no! into believing that there's no! a Dreamcast two coming no! out, that there's a new Sega system coming out, thanks to G four and their the biggest announcement that they were ever going to make. Doug and I, DPK and I, pulled pulled a fast one on Ethan, and, and I honestly I still feel bad to this day because I thought it was gonna be real funny. And i'm emotionally scarred yeah he, this was he, almost 10 years ago i thought i lost a friend to be honest with you it, it was it looked bad at first and so once i blamed it all on doug then he came back around but realistically it was my
1: idea well, let me give some background to that i had only been hanging out with jay and doug for like a month and you know these, these are my cool older friends i was like 18 these guys were in their <laughs> early 20s jay had his own house i'm like i'm hanging out with some cool guys and so like <laughs> You know, I, you know, I'm coming over like, what was G4's big announcement? And they're like, Sega's making a new system. I'm like, what? That's awesome! And they're like, nah, just kidding. Heroes is coming to G4. And it broke my heart. <laughs> yeah. It broke my heart. And now... I can't get excited about things anymore. That's true. We we had to review this because I I now have trust issues. Very specifically when it comes to Jay and video game systems. One, everyone from BX8B so graciously went in to get me a PS4 for Christmas. I thought it was a box full of bricks. I was positive that Jay just was like, hey, "Here, we're gonna really screw with Ethan. We're gonna fill this box with bricks," and. And so I didn't, you know, I didn't really know how to react because I'm sure I was being pranked, and I didn't want to give Jay the satisfaction of <laughs> tricking me.
3: I really debated about doing something like that, but I was, but then I thought back to the Sega, and I was like, you know what? We got through one of these. I don't know if we'll get through a second one, so. But his you know, reaction... He, you
2: might, he might take the box and yeah. the game system's actually in there. You know, his
3: reaction, though, was still pretty good and we did film it. So you know what? We're going to throw it up on... Uh, we're going to throw it up on the website here, I think. Check out the forum. It's going to be a channel called Ethan's Reaction to Christmas PS4. I'll put it up there. It's <laughs> it, real, I
1: reacted like a sociopath. Like, I had I know. no yeah. connection It's going, with going up on the website. Great. So
3: enjoy that. Okay? Oh, yeah. It's going to go viral. So, guys, make sure you share that shit everywhere. Don't. <laughs> but, do it. um... Yeah. So, does anybody else have a a prank that they want to bring up? I
2: haven't seen one. I saw a few, but aren't gaming related.
3: Yeah, pick, throw one out
1: there. Why not? Uh,
2: I saw one that was really funny. That Tom Brady was coming to the Lions replacement. Sure, Matt that's Stafford. a
1: good one. That's a good one. That was one. hilarious. Yeah. What about you? The IGN. What was it? Five years ago with the Legend of Zelda fake yes, trailer. Yes, that, that
2: and it was a great trailer too. Mm. Um, what about we, last year when they released that power, the Mad Max-themed uh, Power Wheels? Yes. Those that were was really so cool, made.
1: too. Yep. There was one you got me on because you're a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Probably 2007, 2008.
3: Yeah, I was still in that mode of yeah, like, fucking it's, with you. It's, <laughs>
1: still, it's never changed. You still do it. I've
3: toned it down a uh, little geez. bit.
1: I even bought you a gift for April Fool's Day this year to hope you wouldn't prank me.
3: Yeah, I was wondering if maybe you had like rubbed it on your nuts or something. It's a
1: bomb. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's <laughs> laced with lead. Yeah. So... Jay one time sent me a link about Apple uh, was going to start allowing iOS to be installed on PCs. (laughs) And I was like, "What? Why would they do that?" And like, I read the whole article. Like, <laughs> why? Why would that doesn't make any sense? And I was like, "Oh, it's April first, you son of a bitch!"
3: <laughs> Another good one that that actually, I, I will say, I kind of fell for it in, until I started to think more and more about it. But they uh, Disney released one this year that was they are banning tattoos from their amusement parks. Um, that if you have a tattoo and it's exposed, you would not be allowed in the park. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I started reading it and it was really, it was, you know, it was from a tattoo, like a a reputable tattoo site. And I'm like, oh man, maybe this, maybe, maybe I'm not, maybe this isn't being uh, April fools here. And then finally it's like, it's effective April 1st and like, and then like also all piercings are illegal and (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, now it's going downhill fast. You got me on one today. I
2: did. I did get you on one yeah, today. Yeah, why did you call that
3: one out? Call that one out.
2: Uh, Corsair released a video of a new <laughs> gaming monitor that it's they It's the B11 out. what? It's the B11ND.
3: Yeah, B11ND. It's which a real smells, nice monitor.
2: Which spells Blind. <laughs> It and smells it's blind. It's just basically the screen, and then it's just decked out with LEDs on the front. It's like two screens.
3: It's like you have the screen, and <laughs> then you had a bigger screen that went around it, but that edge was only LED glowing. <laughs> and, and, like... I'm reading this. I'm like, who the fuck? I'm like, I'm like getting angry at my. I'm like, I'm like, who would want this? Like, what? Like, are you
1: serious? And the whole time, I'm like, i around like, you know, people will buy it. <laughs> yeah, I, people oh, yeah. will buy it. Yeah, I'm not I, saying I would, but people will.
3: Yeah. And I'm like scrolling mm. down. I'm looking at the charts, and it's like, it's like, uh, is this is this compatible? And like, it, first of all, the chart is a CRT monitor, <laughs> this gangster ass <laughs> fucking monitor with with Christmas lights on the side of it, and then this weird jacked up monitor and it says no you know it and oh hell yeah you know like and I'm like what the fuck is going on and then I'm like he's like and then finally Ethan's like yeah check out the model number and I scroll back up and I'm like B11ND I'm like or I was like B11ND B11ND blind literally it was like that yeah, like that there's was no pause or anything I was, was like, I was like oh fuck you guys <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was <laughs> so we're even now, the the Sega thing and this? No. this is even. no, that was no.
1: mostly chopped. <laughs> <It> was,
3: <laughs> you enjoyed it. You came over and enjoyed it, so it counts. Oh, all oh,
1: because I got my yucks in? Yeah, that it, means it I'm counts. guilty? No. It
3: counts.
2: No. It was all me. I take
3: all credit. Thank you. All right. So thank you, Xander, for the question. Oh, I'm my bad. He has the second part of this. He, he chimed in and says, hey, uh, Broforce, aside from all the bugs, because there are some issues for sure, especially online, it's fantastic. My favorite bro is Indiana Brones. Uh, who do you like best? I think we covered that. Mine's Mister Andrew Bro.
2: I like the Bro, uh, Brona, and the Brobarian. Yep, and then and Ash Broyams.
3: Yep,
1: Ash Broyams. So there you go. All right. Uh, thanks, Andrew, for the question. You know, I just thought of just something real quick. I want to get into that was news related. Nope, we're gonna miss it. One of the free PS uh, Plus games of the month is a port of Zombie U, that's just called Zombie, spelled with an I. So it looks like we're getting a very cool game as one of the free games this month.
3: Yeah. Last week we announced. Dead Star because it got leaked, but we didn't know what else we were getting. And yeah, it's zombie. I think it looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. The the um, the HD version of it, it looks a lot better than the Wii U version, so I'm excited for it. For free? Why not?
2: For free? All yeah. right. Yeah. Next up,
3: we got Sci-Fi AJ. Ooh. And he wants to say, after finishing Daredevil Season 2 and getting uh, reunited with my boy Frank, I found myself noticing the similarities with Frank and Max Payne. Is Max Payne a ripoff of Frank, or is that j- or is that harsh? I really enjoy Frank. Also, who does it for you guys more, Electra, Karen Page, or Jessica Jones? So, first of all, do you think Max Payne was probably based
1: maybe around?
2: I could see that the concept. I didn't
1: see the movie Max Payne. Chops. Who's Frank? For someone who's less. That up is with... Frank Castle, The Punisher. Thank you. Yeah. So.
3: I don't. I mean, I don't know. I guess I could see it. Uh, the Max Payne games yeah, definitely felt punishery, but I.
2: I don't know. I don't. I think Frank is. He's more complicated. Yeah, he is. He's more complicated. He's more ruthless.
3: And as far as my answer to that second part, it's Electra.
1: Ooh, I'm going with Karen Page on that one. Yeah, and I'm actually going you know, Jessica Jones. because I like them spooky bitches. Oh, yeah, oh, you like okay.
2: Bitch. She's <laughs> super strong too. She'd probably break your dick. <laughs>
1: So he
3: also chimes in with, also, I, w- I was watching uh, the WrestleMania with Ethan this weekend, and some comments were made about how wrestling games haven't been up to snuff lately. When was the golden age of wrestling video games? Do you guys see any hope for 2K to turn things around, Sci-Fi AJ? Well,
2: I will say in 1999, WWE, uh, and WWE versus NWO was released. No, it was not. It was WCW. WCW
3: versus. NWO. And that wasn't 99.
1: It was not 1999. It was before it was. that. It was not. No, when I looked up- WrestleMania 2000 was released in 1999. That doesn't make sense.
3: It's the golden movie. age for me is N64, WCW versus NWO.
1: WCW versus NWO, WCW Revenge, the base, uh, WrestleMania 2000 and No Mercy, the THQ. That was it. N64 era. Because THQ continued to publish. They continued to have the license uh, yeah. with WWE. They, they did the SmackDown versus Raw, and then they, they eventually rebranded it as uh, WWE 12 back in 2012. But definitely the best era was uh, when THQ was doing it on the N64. The gameplay was simple, accessible, and fun. Anyone could play play it. Uh, They came out with, you know, create a wrestler was brand new cage matches, royal rumbles, King of the Rings. It was all fun. And that was when wrestling games really came into their own because, you know, we love wrestling, pro wrestling in the uh, NES, but it wasn't nearly the experience. You really felt like you got a good wrestling experience there. And I've enjoyed wrestling games since then, Uh, but the, the last few years, it just everything seems glitchy. I bought t- uh, 2013 and 2014, and there, were, there was enough times where the glitches were taking me out of the experience yeah. of it, and that's tough. As big of a wrestling fan as I am, I really want a game that's polished because if a Madden, or if a 2K game, uh, you know, a non-WWE2 game, or you know, like a basketball game, was as glitchy as the wrestling games are, no one would put up with it.
2: Yep. WCW versus NWL Thunder.
1: Ah, see, yeah, that's the yeah.
2: PS One. My bad. I knew I saw it. Oh, and also Nitro came out that
1: year. Nitro was a bag of garbage. The only <laughs> thing that was cool about Nitro is if you hit the Z button, someone would do a run and you get call a guy from the back. Ooh, that's cool.
3: I like that. All right. So thanks, Sci-Fi AJ, for the question. Next up, we have uh, Chris chiming in. He says, "Do you guys uh, have you guys played Smash Brothers? And if so, when was the last uh, that you played a match of Smash?" So, yes, we've all played Smash Brothers.
2: I think it had to be... <laughs> mine was, this is going to wow. be bad.
3: Uh, mine, so mine was before Mewtwo uh, was released as DLC for the Wii U version. Yeah. I have not played since then, so I have not played as Mewtwo, Lucas. Uh, any of those characters have come out afterwards.
2: I, I would agree.
1: I think it was with you I played it. Yeah, so... It's uh, fun, though. What about you, Ethan? I would say it was last November, December. It was sometime before Christmas, because I haven't really played much uh, that wasn't PlayStation 4 or 3DS since, but I had my Wii hooked up in my old apartment, and I got down with some Brawl. I uh, was just want to refresh my skill, because I guess that would have been shortly after uh, the, the Wii U version would have come out, and uh, I just thought maybe I was going to be playing it some more with you guys. So I was trying to brush up my skills, and needless to say, that didn't happen.
3: We played a ton of it, and then we. I think we just got burnt out, and we moved on.
2: There is, yeah, I mean, better stuff came out. Yeah, it's just this happens with a fighting yeah. game like that. You only really play it with your friends. So. Yeah, it's
3: a great game to play when people come over. Yeah, you know, just like Mario Kart it was always a great game you could pick up and play. So, like, um, you know, like where Smash, we can sit all down at the couch and, and we could play, puck, uh, Pac and tournament. It's like one on one. One person has to stare at the at the Wii U pad, and the other person has to stare at the TV. It's just not a very it's not like a good you know party game. Smash is great for that. So anytime I have people come over, or if we do like a barbecue or something like that, that's when Smash usually gets thrown in there for a while.
1: Oh, I no no. The very last time I played was on the campus of Central Michigan University, Chops oh, Alma Mater. Fire up chips. Mater, oh, fire up chips. Uh, on on uh, what was it? Uh, Festivus. We had a festivist party because one of my friends had a key to the big auditorium on campus, Ooh. and we sort of went in and uh, we drank one? some placta. Oh, you had a key to placta, <laughs> and we played wow. Smash Brothers and drank some beer and played it on the oh. giant pr- projector in the theater. That's pretty nice. It was awesome. <laughs> That's cool. That's that was cool. a very that was a very good Smash Brothers memory.
3: All right. Well, thanks nice. for the question, uh, Chris. We're going to move on here to uh, Button Masher Caleb. Button Masher, he says, I heard you all missed. I heard you all missed you some BMC. So I have returned...
1: The notorious BMC.
3: So I have returned to put a smile on your manly bearded faces. Can you think of a time in your life that you were going through a tough time and a video game helped you cope? For me, it would be The Division. I recently had some unscheduled time off work, long, sad, depressing story in parentheses, and put tons of time into The Division, which is probably why I loved it more than anyone else in the group. I am back to work now, and I am not super depressed anymore, but The Division holds a special place to me over those two weeks. Of course, BXAB Podcast and The Legend of Retro Podcast, uh, and gaming, with my peeps, helped too. Love you all, and game on. Button Masher Caleb. I mean, I've talked about this in the past, and mine would have to probably be like Fantasy Star was a big piece because when that came out I was going through a lot of uh, surgeries with my cleft palate so I uh, you know I had to stay inside and I wasn't allowed to do things and I wasn't you know I wasn't going to school for a little while because I had to heal um, you know so video games kind of helped me get my get out of my head a little bit when I'm like cooped up and I can't do what I normally would do as a kid um, I'd say Fantasy Star helped me a lot with that where I just had a good time and, and still able to have fun but uh, yeah I think that's my big one that's probably the, the one that I, I remember the most and every day because my life sucks. That's true. That's
2: true.
1: I can't, I can't think of one specifically. I, I can. So, you know, not that Not that it's I'm going through a lot of surgeries or had unexpected time off, but... Uh, it has to do with your big penis. Well, right? yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's fucking huge. It's like a thumb without a thumbnail. <laughs> um, <laughs> buried in a red forest, if you know what I'm saying.
2: Oh,
3: dear God. Ants pubic
1: percussion. fire crotch. cubic hair. No, uh, you know, my, my lady was in Europe for two months a couple years ago, and that meant I had a lot of free time on my hands, so I went out and picked up, uh, Walmart had a three-pack on clearance, and they had Borderlands 2, Mafia 2, and Spec Ops The Line, needless to say, I've never played Spec Ops The Line.
3: That's a good call, good job.
1: But uh, I had two months where I sunk a ton of time into that was my first time ever playing a Borderlands game fell in love with the series and then really really enjoyed mafia too i mean i bought all three games for 20 bucks it was a great deal and that those games helped me kill some some weekends you know just getting you know passing time till uh till she came home and then it would be summer and you know uh, having fun uh enjoying the the weather so it got me through those last cold months
2: and now that you bring something up like that i'd say that the majority of my life uh, video games have filled in the gap where i did not date anybody
1: so, wow, well, so that, was, was, who, that was a little sadder than my situation, but uh, thank uh, thank God uh, you have Allison. Yep, thank God Allison's around, <laughs> keeping me out of Holy suicidal thoughts. Moly. <laughs> Whoa, this got real dark. <laughs> uh, just kidding, Chops I'm worried about just you. Just kidding, just kidding.
3: <laughs> All right, so thank you for the question. Uh, I'm BMC, sorry, BMC, notorious button BMC, masher Kale. All right, I got uh, one more here. It is from Braden. Ooh. and it simply says what's up bitches and Jay cause respect yo
2: oh fuck you that's fair
1: no that's <laughs> fair. fair that's uh-uh, fair uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm going out oh, on a, don't play that. Yeah,
3: I'm going out on a limb here and say what the hell what the shit Quantum Break do they even know how many Benjamins they just lost out on by not appealing to the PS4 players we own the market yo why they got to be dissing us like that I've never ended a date with with chloroform, only begun them. Be gangsta. P.S. I have some range time coming up. What are a few shitty games I can take with me to blow away? I tried to I tried to find a copy of Tony Hawk, but no luck yet. I'll send you the aftermath.
2: Wall Street Kid. <laughs> yeah,
3: get a copy. Yeah, get some cartridges for oh, sure. Geez. Predator. Um, Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth. Let's answer the first part of this.
2: Oh, *Valkyria Chronicles*! Please destroy yes. *Valkyria Chronicles*. Yeah,
3: well, how oh would you God. would you put that up on the wall if he sent you a *Valkyria Chronicle case that had bullet holes in it? Because as we saw about, he's going to take it to the range, put it on the clip, and shoot guns through it. Yeah, we'd put it up in the
2: studio. Yeah, ha- we'd put it up in the studio. I, Fuck, yeah, I, would, I, would, the studio. I would ceremoniously burn it.
3: <laughs> and then put put the remains you, on the you studio. you take a dump
2: in on it in a, in a vial that says, the worst thing ever created in humanity's history. Never open Never this. Never open Pandora's box. <laughs> um,
3: to the Quantum Break thing, you know, obviously earlier in this episode we talked about the early access. I would say yes, if this was on the PS4, they, um, they would have done a very good service for themselves but knowing their track record with Alan Wake uh, I believe was a it was a 360 exclusive and even before that Max Payne which at that point was you could get on Sony so, so Alan Wake since 2010 I think Alan Wake moving forward to now they've been pretty much a Microsoft exclusive company uh, so it's not shocking that they didn't come to PS4. I'll say
2: that I'm glad it's not on PS4 because it was a crappy game. You also
3: have to remember something about Quantum Break is that this game was an exclusive before these systems came out. Yes. So they didn't know Sony was going to have this type of lead. You know, they I think they, they, they gambled and sided with the side they thought was going to win this battle that they've been with before. And, um, you know... Whatever. It's a good game. I don't, uh, Braden, I don't think you're missing out on a ton, though, actually. It's not It's not what everyone thought it was going to be, so yeah, don't feel the too... Xbox still sucks. <laughs> no, the
2: game no, no, sucks. No, 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 no. Stop, the game, stop. The game is a complete representation of the system.
3: Why do you got to hate so much? Because I can. We might as well just start a PlayStation show. Okay. <laughs>
2: Anyways,
3: Braden, I, I wouldn't be too upset about the game. You're not missing out on a ton. But uh, as far as the games to take to the range, we gave you some examples. Um... Uh, why don't you take a copy of Street Fighter 5? Uh, yeah, Tony Hawk would be... You know what, You probably could go to Family Video in Dearborn Heights and get a copy of Tony Hawk for probably. like five bucks. Um, anything else you want to throw out there for a horrible game or a game that you personally hate? Sh- Street Fighter 4, the original, because fuck that game. You could just take a print of Chops. Yeah. Fathead that had a Chops. Well, Red-a-tat-tat no, puts a bullets no, in there. No,
2: every print of me ever is bulletproof.
3: All I'm saying is that all I'm saying to Braden, all I'm saying to Braden is this: If you do take something to the range and you shoot it up, and it actually survives, and you want to give it to us, we will put it up in the studio, Um, because I have nothing in the studio right now that has bullet holes in it, and so I realize I'm I'm missing that aspect of gaming. So yeah, put some holes in uh, some bullet holes in it, and let's and let's move forward. All right, guys. Well. That's been the podcast. That's been episode 99. Episode
2: 99 of the BXAB podcast. You can also listen to our other podcast, The Legend of Retro, out on Thursdays. You need to go listen to it, where we talk about all our retro goodies.
3: Check out social media, guys. BXAB Gaming, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. We're everywhere. Make sure to check us out. And guys, don't forget, next week is episode 100. Starting (sighs) tomorrow
2: let's say it together
3: you are going to be able to participate in the Super BXAB episode 100 super giveaway fuck that let me do that one more time it's the Super BXAB episode 100 super giveaway that's right guys we got a bunch of cool giveaways going on all week long starting tomorrow and you are going to be able to sign up And have your chance to win. We're going to draw the winners on episode 100. So make sure you tune in to see if you win. If you can't make the episode and you you don't know how to listen to the episode, you can also find the winners announced on BXAP.com
1: April 10th. So remember, like, share, subscribe, comment, get on the forum, chat with us. If you don't do any of those, you're a dirty, rotten thief and you're stealing from us.
3: That's right, guys. So... We're excited. (laughs) Episode 100 is going to be an amazing episode. We're bringing in most of the team. It's going to be complete chaos, but we're going to try to keep it together. Guys, uh, we want to thank Detroit Beard Collective for sponsoring. And make sure to use the code BX8B. 20% off all orders over $25. That's about it, guys. Thanks. We're going to see you next week. And as always, game game on! on!